Hello everyone, my name is Brendan. This is the State of the Universe. It's a podcast where I talk and you hopefully listen. Welcome to the show. In this short episode, I'm joined by the great, the powerful, the wonderful, the extraordinary, the unbelievable. I could say adjectives all day, okay? I'm an adjective connoisseur, the great Dr. Peter Barlow. And Dr. Peter Barlow is an immunologist, and he's working to come up with novel cures for the common cold. And in this short clip, he explains to us, he breaks it down. How do we make the prediction for the seasonal flu? You ever go to the doctor get a flu vaccine? They just inject a bunch of fluid into your arm? Hurts for a few days? How does it work? How do bodies like the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, how do they know what strains of the flu to shoot you up with? I mean, there's hundreds of strains, right? Any one of them could impact the region you live. How do they get it right? How, why do they get it wrong sometimes? He addresses all those, and I hope you enjoy the episode, people. Remember to follow me on all forms of social media. Check out thestateoftheuniverse.com. Consider contributing to the show. So with that being said, I love you guys. Thanks for listening, and I'm out. How does the flu vaccine even work? Because I know that last year, specifically in the United States, we had a really bad year for the flu. I think it was like 80,000 mm-hmm. deaths from the flu, which is record numbers. Not record mm-hmm. numbers all time. Of course, there's been flus that have, you know, wiped out populations in the past. But sure. um, record numbers for, you know, sort of like modern day America. Mm-hmm. Um, and so why why is that? I mean, there's predicting the strains of flu that are going to be circulating in the, in the Northern hemisphere is um, a very difficult thing to do. And I think um, at the moment, a, a pretty fantastic job is done um, where, whereby the strains, the predicted strains that are going to be circulated, circulating in the Northern hemisphere are the ones that are covered by the annual flu vaccine. So that's why we, get an annual flu vaccine because there's different dominant strains circulating every year. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the flu vaccine um, is more effective at protecting you against a given strain than other times. You know, you get varying levels of protection. Mm-hmm. So it's really important that every single year people get the flu vaccine for that year that they go and get that vaccination. Right. Because that is the best possible way to protect yourself against flu. So it's it, it's like a an ongoing race. Exactly. You're racing, you're racing against the evolution of this virus. You're racing against the circulation of this flu virus and you're trying to predict what it's going to do the next year so that you can create a vaccine that mm-hmm. will protect as many people as possible how is that prediction made you were at the cdc in 2009 with the h1n1 um, outbreak and can i actually ask you something about that um what was it called before it was called h1n1 it was called swine flu right is that true um yeah not not in cdc (laughs) not at cdc so i think in the media it was called um swine flu um it's it was you know, novel pandemic H1N1 or novel H1N1. Yeah. So I had a, at the beginning of this month, last month rather, 
I had a Dr. Aisha Akhtar on here, and she's a neurologist, and she has written books about our connection with animals, in particular the way our health is influenced by the way we treat animals in regards to factory farms and things like that. And she told me that the media was encouraged to change the name from swine flu to H1N1 because it was impacting sales of meat. And I was curious if you had heard that. I had not heard that. Um, I thought that was really interesting. I can imagine it would. Yeah. And so you were there at the time, and you were Mm -hmm. there, I imagine, how, how long were you there? At the CDC? Um, I was at CDC, I think, for two and a half years, between two and a half, three years. Okay, so you went through a couple uh, flu seasons. Yes. How is the prediction made? Does someone have to get in- infected first? Do they do they look at, at places that are um, suffering from, from a flu now? How, how, how do they come to the conclusion, you know what, this is going to be the strain that we got to watch out for? Sure. Um, I'll preface this answer with a caveat that um, I did not work in the prediction department. <laughs> and okay. I think the, the predictions done by um, not just CDC, but um, flu scientists from all over the world right. and the World Health Organization. Um, my understanding is that they look at the dominant strains that are circulating in the southern hemisphere, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. you've got winter essentially in the southern hemisphere. Mm. And then you yes. get winter in the, the northern hemisphere. So they look at the dominant strains that, that cir- circulate in the southern hemisphere and make a prediction for what's going to be circulating. What are the dominant strains that you're going to see in the northern hemisphere? And that's why the vaccine has um, three or four different strains in it mm. mm-hmm. because there are multiple strains circulating. Right. Yeah, that, it's, it's, tough. it's a tough business, I imagine. And I wonder... I often on here talk about uh, science denialism. And I wonder to what degree the fact that we have to make a prediction, of course we have to make a prediction, it's such a complex system. It's like Mm -hmm. a weatherman, right? Or a meteorologist or whatnot. It's a complex, complex system. And it's really tough to make predictions about chaos like that. And, Mm -hmm. And it seems to me that Every single system, whether it be meteorology, whether it be predicting the flu vaccine, every single system that relies on predicting chaos seems to be doubted by the population. Thanks for listening. I hope you found that informative. If you want to hear more of my conversation with Dr. Peter Barlow, consider checking out episode number 28 of The State of the Universe. That episode features Dr. Peter Barlow. We talked for about an hour and a half. If you want to learn more about efforts to cure the common cold, if you want to learn more about influenza, if you want to learn more about vaccines and how they work, go check that out. Make sure you leave a rating or a review. If you have something on your mind, say some words, type them out. Rate the show five stars on iTunes. It really helps. Helps a ton. Even if you listen on some other platform, if you have an iPhone, go on the podcast app, click that five star button. It helps a lot. It attracts advertisers. It attracts people. You know, think about when you go out to eat. What do you do? You look at Yelp reviews. I do. I always look at Yelp. You know, some guys like, don't go. I saw a rat while I was there. I'm not going there. But if there's a five-star review and some guy's like, yeah, they have great cannolis. I'm, I'm fucking showing up at the door. I want cannolis. So make people think I sell cannolis. Please, go leave a re- review. Jesus Christ. Love you guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And bye-bye now. <laughs>